There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is that close enough? Lunch with Leah, episode 304. Hi, everybody. We are Fancy Pantsy. Look at this. If you're on, uh, what do you call it, Facebook Live, you can see our new Fancy Pantsy audio system. We have decided to upgrade and be like the rest of the people that are fabulous, that have fabulous equipment, and uh, stop just like winging it on our iPhones because our demand is so great and our audience is so fabulous from all over the world that we can't disappoint so i hope you can hear me better we have all new equipment oh lord well before we go any further um 9-11 was yesterday september 11th oh so depressing for me for a lot of reasons but i just can't believe that this whole thing, 17 years has gone by. I mean, RJ was born, I remember he was four months old or some four or five months old when September 11th happened. And I just remember us being in, um, we were in Florence at dinner at this restaurant and sitting next to us was Walter Cronkite and of course, you know me in my big mouth. I wasn't shy to talk to him. <laughs> and uh, he recognized Roy. And, you know, everything was like just different. It was a different world. Like everyone's traveling, having a good time, on vacation. And then the next day, I turn on the TV and I see the tower thing. And I screamed at Roy, come look. And then after the the first tower, Roy said, oh, you know, it must must have been, you know, an accident. And I said, I don't think it's an accident. I knew right away. Right away, I said, I don't think it's an accident. I think it's on purpose. And then the second one. And I just got so nervous. I was breastfeeding Roy Jr. My, my milk actually basically dried up. I had Freda. And we were so nervous that we wouldn't let Freda go visit her daughter in, I think it was Spain or Germany, because... We didn't want to be separated from her, and I didn't want anything to happen to her. And it was just a horrible thing. So we checked into the Ritz, and we were there for like 10 days. And every day we went to the airport to try to leave. And every day the airport was closed or the flights were full. And, I mean, I looking back, it's like, why didn't I just go to the Paris Opera? It was literally right across the street. Why didn't we enjoy the Ritz? Why didn't we just take, you know, look, we're here. It's happened. There's nothing we do. But nobody could. Nobody could. And the hotel was so nice to everybody. They were like, they treated the Americans like royalty. They couldn't do enough for the Americans. And so anyway, I'll just never forget it. And I just, oh, I remember recently, like a couple of years ago, one of my friends toured a house that one of the widows was selling of, um, her husband was killed. He was one of the top people in that one company where half the employees were killed. I can't remember the name of it. And they had all these Rodin statues everywhere. And, you know, her whole world was just, it was just horrible. 
So anyway, September 11th is now one day away. And uh, so then we have the hurricane. So it's one thing after the other. And now the hurricane, of course, we've lived through a lot of hurricanes being in Florida. A year ago this week? A year, year ago, Florida. yep. We had Harvey, we had Irma. Irma, and we had the big one was Andrew 20-something years ago. That's right about, how many years ago was that? 26, like 25, 26. That's back when I met Roy during Hurricane Andrew. So, I mean, we've been through it, and we board up everything, and even though... You think, well, you can survive it. It's not worth it. I mean, we boarded up everything and left town, and nothing really happened in our neighborhood and our house, but it's not worth the risk. So I hope you're on the road. If I know you're not listening, but get your friends. If you have any contacts, tell them, get on the road, get out of there. It's just not worth it. And you'll be without electricity and clean water for days and weeks on end. So, oh, and then you won't be able to drive on the roads. The trees will be down. It's really terrible. So I feel so bad. But what I really feel bad about is people that are in climate change denial. I mean, how many earthquakes, hurricanes, volcanoes, flooding, fires, storms do we have to experience in rapid succession to start relying on science, which is saying the climate is getting hotter. The earth is getting hotter every year. And every tiny incremental change in the heat changes everything. Droughts, rain, weather patterns. So whether you believe in climate change or you don't, it's like insurance. You know, it's like you get car insurance, not because you expect to have an accident, because what if you do? That's how I look at climate change. If you don't believe in it, which I believe in it, and scientists believe in it, and researchers believe in it, but if you don't believe in it, then you just say, you know what, what if? So let's just do our part. So anyway, that's the negative news. Let's get to the good news. We've got a lot of comments coming yeah. in. Okay. Thanks for sharing your story of 9-11. And Stacey Lynn says she's praying for those that are in the way of the hurricane. And um, Ellen or Eden Elkin Dominic said, I couldn't watch any more 9-11 stuff. I had to start Real Housewives from Miami from the beginning. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> that's another. That's a different disaster. Another. Yeah, right. <laughs> That wasn't a natural disaster. That was a man-made disaster. Uh, so let's see. I guess it was day before yesterday. They redid. They they reran like nine through nine three. through whatever of season, of season three for the whole day. And I didn't watch it because I'm busy and have a life, and also I just can't. But I was getting tweets and emails and Instagrams and and phone calls and texts and everything. Oh! why don't they bring it back oh you were so funny oh you look so good i was like oh okay well thanks for sharing and then yesterday they did the same thing this year that they did last year the day before september no no, before jeff lewis which is going to be it it aired last night their season premiere so the day of uh, the Jeff Lewis premiere, because I was on it a few episodes last year, and I'll be on it a few episodes this year. They aired all uh, the season of, um, I think that's why they do uh, the Miami Housewives the day before. They did the same thing last year. And then yesterday, they, of course, they always recap last year's season for the upcoming season. And I was on that, so I was getting all these tweets and Instagram. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm a star. I'm so fabulous. 
someone the lowest hanging fruit of reality TV. <laughs> anyway, so that was uh, that. And then let me tell you, the last two weeks, three weeks, Paul was gone because his mom died. So that was a problem for him. Poor thing. And he was gone to Haiti, so we didn't have Paul, the driver, the guy that gets the gas in the car, the guys that carts Freda around. So we had the Uber driver, which I hate to see that bill when it comes in. <laughs> and then Jason went to Paris, being fabulous, and doing yoga on the rooftop, and shopping <laughs> in the most expensive stores instead of selling more of our product. <laughs> and then um, who else was gone? Someone else was gone. Uh, let's see, Freda was, oh, Freda was missing in action because she was with her daughter all day, every day. And I'm telling you, they did more in the last two weeks than I've done in Miami in the entire 20-something years I've lived here. I, I think they saw everything. They saw everything. And so we now have Paul, Freda, and Jason back. So we're back to abnormal. And then the dog got sick on Saturday night. Freda calls, and she goes, Oh, it's an emergency, and it's an emergency with the dog. Of course, we drive 200 miles an hour to get home. And Dottie, I had to take her to the vet. She's going to be fine. But she had a problem. And so it was just like, oh, my God, I can't anymore. I just need all these people to come back to work so I can ignore my life and pretend it's not going on. Then I get so aggravated in Miami. You know, I love Miami. It's one of the most fabulous cities in the world. It's got the best nightlife, the best party scenes, the most gorgeous boats and yachts and canals and ocean and bay and, and people come from all over the world and the supermodels and the actors. It's a fabulous city. But it's just become the damn Caribbean. The whole mentality of work ethic in this town is like manana, manana, and the only thing that manana means is not today. And it's so, I went into this place where I had this appointment, a 40-minute appointment, and I get there, and the guy comes out, and of course he barely speaks English, which I feel bad, he's trying to learn English, I even gave him some books and videos on English, and his whole staff only speaks Spanish, and I, so I try to work with him the best I can, but in my neighborhood, that's just the way it is. And so uh, he goes, well, I'm running a little late. Now, my appointment would have been 45 minutes at uh, two, one, 2 o'clock. I go, well, how much late are you running? And he goes, an hour. I hit the roof. I quit going to Pilates because they were running an hour late. If you think I'm going to wait on you for one hour, I'm not waiting on you for an hour. And I was livid because I know what happens. The people that first come before me come an hour late. Instead of him sending them home and saying, I'm sorry, I have an appointment. Or you know what? I can work with you until 1 o'clock when my client gets here and then you can wait or go home and come back. He, they expect you to wait because you're on time. So they punish the person on time. It just pushes every one of my buttons, and I just let them have it for a good 10 minutes and walked out, and I thought, you know, I hope someone was videoing that and it goes viral <laughs> because I'm sick of it, and I've really had enough of it. It's just ridiculous. It's like this town has become like the mentality of the Caribbean, and I loved the Caribbean when I lived in the Caribbean. I lived in Aruba. I lived in Curacao. I lived in Puerto Rico. I lived in... I lived everywhere, you know. I, I've I've been to all those places, and uh, and and Dominican Republic, 
and everything's laid back. You know, lunch is, you meet me at 1 and it becomes 2.30. And then you're going to sit having an hour lunch, you have a four-hour lunch. And it's a laid back mentality. And it's great. But if you want to live that lifestyle, go to the Caribbean. Don't bring the Caribbean here. And I'm just like so outraged over my appointment that I didn't get after oh by the way I planned my whole day around it when I could leave work when I could pick up RJ when I could do all these things to be there and I was five minutes late and I was having a heart attack that I was five minutes late so I pulled my car up and threw the valet twenty dollars left the keys in it and said I can't be late I can't be late I don't want this guy to be late and I just took off and ran in and the guy goes oh an hour late oh Please, I can't with this anymore. Well, you're getting a lot of uh, people siding with you, that's for sure. They uh, are? Well, good. says, I agree. It is not fair to disrespect someone else's valuable time. Margaret uh, Seloff says, I have no patience for people who show up late and are, not sent, uh, and are not sent packing. It's rewarding bad behavior, and exactly. those on time get screwed. That's how I feel yeah. about Tracy it. Tracy Wonder says, it happens all the time at the doctors. Never fails. That's another person. Yeah. But you know why it happens at the doctors? Because the first, because I used to work in healthcare. They the let The first it. appointment shows up late, and it's a domino effect. And let me tell day. you what. What they should do is say, listen, you're late. I had 30 minutes for you or one hour for you, so I can go, I can work with you until your time slots up, and then you can wait while I stay on time or you can come back. Mm -hmm. You don't punish the people that are late because, uh, are on time because other people are late. I mean, where do they get this mentality that people think that that's okay? Oh, anyway, so then I went to the Estefan's 40th anniversary party, which was fabulous at the Estefan kitchen. Jason had to miss it because he was being too fabulous in Paris. But all your friends were there. I saw a lot of your friends. And, uh, you know, it was fun. They had the music and they had a performance and they had a gorgeous cake and they had all the Estefan kitchen food out. And, of course, RJ ate, like, enough for five people. Roy Roy and I had one. We're the cheapest guest. We had one glass of wine they each. And it was fun. It was lovely. And they're such great people. So that was kind of fun. 40-year anniversary. That's hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, that is really hard to believe. 40 years are together wow. oh and they said it wouldn't last <laughs> and then Roy had to go to Palm Beach for two days in the middle of a big major case so of course he can't take RJ to school and Paul's not there so I got to deal with that because I have to pick him up but then he came back exhausted at like eight or nine o'clock last night but he said oh the case went really good the case went really good and I was like oh, I don't know how he does it I don't have the energy I'll be able to do it I just wouldn't be able to do it so I was sort of planning a trip to L.A., but then I just noticed the week I was kind of planning to go, the jewelry show's here. Well, I'm not missing the damn jewelry show to go to L.A., so I'm going to have to reschedule that one. And uh, RJ's going on Thursday to take his written driver's lesson test. So let's wow. just hope it he does well on it. He's not the greatest test taker. He had to take that SAT a couple of times. Let's see what happens. I hope he gets his driver's license because he's got to put in 300 hours of driving with somebody else before he can drive by himself. I mean, that's a whole year, an hour a day. He's got to do an hour a day for almost a whole year. Who's going to practice with him? I don't know. Not going to be Paul. Oh, my God. It won't be Freda. The first time she got her license, she ran up on the neighbor's porch. 
And let's see. Oh, and then thank you, Ronnie, from Watch What Crappens. Oh, my God, you're so amazing. He took this sizzle reel that we had and upgraded and made it fabulous. It's getting hot in here again. Did somebody turn the air off? No. Anyway, yeah, so uh, Ronnie uh, did this fabulous video, a sizzle reel. Maybe I should post that sizzle reel. (laughs) I'm going to post it. Should I post it? How do you post it on Instagram? Oh, it's on my YouTube. Well, how but do you... Not the, not the new one. Oh, no, one. we're going to wait. Don't look at the old one. Wait and look at the new one. I'll tell you when. Yeah. And I should tweet it out, too. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if you can, because it's more than a minute. So once we get the link on YouTube, you can tweet that link out. Oh, well, and you can see how fabulous my sizzle reel is, thanks to Ronnie at Watch What. By the way, the Watch What Crappin' Show sold out in 60 seconds. seconds. In Charleston, South Carolina. Six in Charleston, but now they're not going to be able to do it, I guess. Well, I think it's next month or something. Oh, I hope so, because, oh, my God, I hope the building's still standing. Exactly. Yeah, their shows are selling out fast. Like the, I can't the even West believe Beach it. One, the VIP sold out in like 60 seconds. So. so you should go to their website, watch what crap and see how it's the funniest thing ever. It really is. It should be a TV oh, show. Oh, and then let's see. Uh, a lot. Oh, God. Another magazine. All of a sudden, I am on some magazine's list. I got another invitation to be do a spread in a magazine of me and Roy in the house. Why are people asking me for that now? I haven't done anything publicly. I don't understand. I mean, I got it when I, when I was at the housewife show. I get it. But I'm not going to do it, Jason. It's just I want to be bothered. Yeah, but you live in a, you live in a landmark home, and that they, maybe they wanted to feature... You know, maybe Roy and RJ can do it. I'm not, I can't get my hair and makeup together. I come in here in my jeans every day. I put on my makeup in the car, and I just wrap my hair together. I just can't anymore. I don't, I don't need to be fabulous. I'm giving up the supermodel uh, status. Oh, uh, let's see. Okay, it's, you should do it because they love you. That's why. Oh, love well, the house is... Because we love you. Oh, that's very sweet. But honestly, you know, and then they come in and then they bring all the camera equipment and then they just shoot the house. I mean, listen, if I was going to sell the house, I'd do it in a heartbeat. You know, I'd use it for maybe I should get that. Margaret maybe I should get, get that footage. Said you're fabulous. You're you're asked due to your fabulosity factor. Oh, fabulosity! <laughs> but maybe I should get the pictures and just use it. Maybe they would do it with the dogs. The dogs, the house of dogs in Freda. You know what I should say? If you will do a realistic rendition of the house, which is the four dogs, Freda, and all the housekeepers, and me coming in once in a while, and I'll show up for a, hi, selfie, you can do it. Anyway, um, so I was laughing. We got this new equipment because someone commented well, it sounds like she records it in her bathroom, but that's just part of Leah's charm. <laughs> we still give you a five-star rating, what they said. I'm still getting a high relevance score. Yeah. I need you guys to share this, post it. And how do you get a relevance score? Well, a relevance score is something analytics that uh, Facebook gives you when you run well, you need you know, to things. But nobody sees that but us. Oh, but well, you need, you know, Facebook, but, I need to get a higher but, relevance score. I need to be up in the 9 and 9.5. But they can go to your, um, uh, to, you know, the iTunes page where Lunch with Lee is featured. Yeah. And they can actually rate the video. Or, I mean, and you can just say how fabulous it is. It helped me out. I mean, a girl needs a job, a free job. 
story of my life, another free job. Now I'm doing charity for myself <laughs> instead of just everybody else. Uh, and by the way, we are in New Zealand. I hear the Housewives of Miami is filming is being shown in New Zealand right now. We're picking up a lot of followers and listeners from New Zealand. I would love to go to New Zealand, but it's just too far to fly. If you know New Zealand could come to me, I'd love to visit it. <laughs> it's so far, it's so but it's so gorgeous. I mean, everything you hear about it, and been telling you a lot of people in the United States that are so sick of the politics and sick of all the nonsense are like, New Zealand's the place to go. They speak English there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should go there and visit it. Maybe we should buy a little hut there in case things get really bad. That's what Matt Lauer did. Oh, Matt Lauer, <laughs> go away. Go grope somebody else. I can't with you. People are dying. They said that uh, that Bravo should do the housekeepers of Miami. <laughs> oh, God. They should do dogs of Miami. The dogs of Miami. Yeah, well, you know, you need a translator with that housekeeper thing because I'm telling you they talk 90 miles an hour in Spanish and you're just totally out of the loop. Uh, so, listen, by the way, a big shout-out thank you to my friend Candace Barr with Lux Life, who's on iHeartRadio, gave us a great plug. And we advertised a little bit on her show, and so thank you, thank you, thank you, Candace. Instead of ta- putting when we post our thing what we talked about, we should tag the mentions because then maybe they'll share it. Anyway, and then the gum da- dumb gay politics girls are back from their cruise where they were entertaining the cruise liner. And uh, so let's see. I got a text from them. They're like, come back. We're craving, uh, what do you call it? We're craving, uh, what's it called? Uh, Crossroads, our vegan restaurant. We love so oh, much. Yeah. And anyway, so the dumb gay politic girls are back. You know, we need to book a gig for them here. Mm-hmm. They're so funny. They were on a cruise here. I saw like a, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they've been on that yeah. cruise for three weeks. Yeah. And then I get a lot, you know, people say, where do you get your celebrity gossip? Well, I read everything, but I get a lot of it. You know, Perez Hilton has a great uh, website. I get from there. We get it from the, what is it, the Real Tea? I, I Real Housewives. I Real Housewives. Uh, and faces by Bravo. Uh, yeah. um, we get it at um, well, we uh, it from... Real Mr. Housewife sometimes, yeah. and um, and then a lot of times we do the main media outlets too. Oh, we so. do all the main media. Yeah. I the do Good everything. Time Tea is also when we get it. Oh, the Good Time Tea. Well, there's one of them. I can't remember. Is it Tattles or something? Tattles. Tattles. Oh, my God. Is she that the brutal the one? Spirit. Are they the brutal one? Yeah. Oh, there's one that's just so brutal, but it's sarcastically, hilariously brutal. Okay. Anyway... Um, no, ask me anything segment came. We, we tell people, ask me anything, and I, did, I never read these in advance. They print them out, and they put them in my pile. Let's see what they're asking. It's from your Instagram account. Oh, it's from my Instagram? Instagram stories. Oh, we Instagram stories. People are allowed to ask you anything, and then we'll answer the question. I don't even know how to get to Instagram stories, but anyway. <laughs> I, there are these people, though. It's just hilarious that, that are they have these networks, and they pay this PR company for networks to get likes and all that nonsense. I'm like... If I had to pay for somebody to like me, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, no. Are you ever going to do another TV show? Well, I mean, this is kind of one. I mean, it is a podcast. <laughs> you can see it on Facebook Live. And then I am going to be on Jeff Lewis Flip Me Out this year. Oh, my God. 
You don't even want to know what's going on there. What are your th- oh, what are your thoughts on Jeff and Jenny feud? Are you going to spill the tea or plead the fifth? Well, of course I'm going to spill the damn tea. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it until after it plays out on the show. Yeah, you've had over 20 people ask that. Yeah. And asking now. Listen, I, asking now too. <laughs> I will give you a hint. I was there during the entire altercation conflict story. I'm not going to tell you what happened. you got to tune in to watch it. And after you watch it, you guys tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you what I think. But I will say this. They're both great people, and you should watch the show. And I'm hoping that if everyone lives happily ever after. They probably will, but maybe not together. <laughs> did Jenny ever let on that she was going to take legal action when you met? I'm not sure she did take legal action, so I won't comment on that. Is Real Housewives of Miami ever coming back? I think the fat lady's saying, let, leave them wanting more. I think no. Uh, I've always said that. I said that after the third uh, reunion, but all those girls are still running around. It's coming back. It's coming back. I'm like, what drugs are you on? Well, one of the girls was telling everybody it's coming back. She's trying to get financing for a clothing line, and she yeah. wanted everybody to think it was coming back, so I'd give her the money. So the guy calls me and says, the show coming back? This girl's wanting me to invest in a clothing line, and I'm counting on it being showcased on the show. And I'm like, listen. If I were you, I would get call Bravo and call. I wouldn't even go what the producers say. Call Bravo and you hear it from the horse's mouth before you go put up a bunch of money on a clothing line for a show that may not happen. And I, what I wanted to say is, honey, this is a fraud con, and no. But I didn't. I took the high road. Easy to take the high road when the low road's the gutter. Oh, should take a little quick break. Well, If the producers decided to do season four, would you participate? They're not going to decide, and it wouldn't be the producer's decision. It'd be Bravo's decision. On the RHOM, did the car really break down on the way to Joanna's wedding? Yeah, it really did. Well, I don't think it broke down. Idiots. I'm going to tell you what happened. (laughs) We get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be on the road on time to make the wedding. Well, of course, the same old, same old hungover drunks were slept in, and they were like four to five hours late. So, oh yeah, at least. Instead of leaving at 8, we wound up leaving after lunch at like 2. Why? They were, so they were late. And so what happened is because they were late, the cars with the camera equipment were sitting out in the Vegas sun for two or three hours and it melted some of the equipment of the camera crew. So we had to wait for all of that to be repaired and fixed in order to get in the car to go. So they all just sat down, had a leisure lunch. I was just fuming because, of course, me, I have one roller cart. They've got 30 bags each. I'm sitting downstairs waiting. No one's showing up. Story of the whole season. And then we're going to go have a nice leisure lunch while they're letting the – they had to let it all cool down, the equipment cool down, before we hit the road. So I think what happened, if I remember, I could be wrong. I don't know if it was the car overheated or the equipment overheated again. But anyway, we 
we were supposed to leave really early and we'd have been there before the heat of the sun. You know, it's just, I can't with these people. I just can't. Susan Salander, who's also one of our customers this week, bought those beautiful earrings. Oh, Susan. She's oh. in the hurricane zone, too. Oh, that's but right. She just wrote, she and we just shipped them. She watched the reunion and it was the mean girls of Miami. It was. <laughs> the hate club. The haters. So listen, somebody asked me about this bitch necklace. Yes. And it is fabulous. It's heavy. It's silver plated it's you know it's it's my brand <laughs> i mean it's me <laughs> but anyway so a lot of people are asking if you want any of these things just email us at leah what is it called oh, hello at leahblack.com and we'll take a close-up and send it to you and you exactly. can decide if you're interested and we'll tell you what the price week. all these prices are wholesale we don't care and there's a video of that table specifically on the instagram account with close-ups of everything if anyone i posted it for you last week that's how we sold. That's how we sold the earrings. Who <laughs> oh, knew? No. Yeah, Scorsese. What's his name over there? Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Joanne and Roman? You know, I think they grew apart. I predicted that only because she's in LA a lot. He's here a lot. She's in Prague a lot. He's here a lot. It's hard to have a long-term relationship. But I will tell you, she's very, very happy now in her new marriage. And Roman and she are very good friends, and they're ver very classy people. They're definitely high road, classy, we uh, wish each other well, I hope things go well for you amicable. type of people. They're it was a very amicable split. Would I join R-H-O-B or R-H-O-C? Hmm. Well, I do know girls on both of the shows. But I live in basically in Beverly Hills, so that would be more of a fit. But I do like the girls in RHOC. I think it's very authentic and raw. But no one's going to ask. <laughs> That's, why am I answering a non-question question? No one's calling well, me. We told them to ask you anything. So. Oh, you'd ask me anything. Of all your travels, which is your favorite country or to visit and why? Oh, I don't know. I loved Venice. Roy's favorite city is Venice in, um, in Italy. And, you know, RJ loves Italy. And Hong Kong was great. I don't know. i got to be honest with you. I like to bloom where I'm planted. If I'm here, I'm happy here. If I'm in L.A., I'm happy there. If I'm in England, I'm happy. Oh, I did love London the last time we went. It's so elegant and so classy and so oh, fabulous. So cool. it's, it's fabulous. Uh, how do you purchase your beauty project products internationally? Will you email us at hello at leahblack.com and we will tell you if we can ship them to you or if you're better off getting them from one of our international distributors. The World of Black eBay store or leahblack.co.uk in the UK and we have a distributor in Central and South America. So we can always find a way to get you the products. So if we don't ship from our personal website, we do ship through the eBay service. So right. people we'll can get it to internationally you. through eBay. We will get it to you one way or the other. We want everyone to look long, young and beautiful. Should we take a little break or no? Yeah, a little. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, in celebrity news, why tell you, you can take the girl out of the country. Apparently this Cardi B threw a shoe (laughs) at Nicki Minaj at at some nightclub in Fashion Week or whatever. And you know what I thought of right away? That's what they did when George Bush went to make that speech in that country. They all threw their shoes at him, and I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, so on the way out, apparently, security was escorting her out, and one of the security guards elbowed Cardi accidentally, like right here, and she had a knot the size of an egg on the the side of her face. I was like, oh, my God. Who does that? He was at the plaza. Well... Wouldn't you know, part of the reality show. Uh, So then there was a contest on something somewhere that James sent me. It was a screenshot he sent me. Oh, it was on Faces by Bravo. They do these brackets, uh, housewife brackets. And so they did a Friends of the Housewives bracket. Okay. So the Friends of the Housewife bracket on Faces by Bravo. And they had a contest between Freda and it said Leah's maid. You should have just said, you know... uh, Leah's queen of the house, of the house. <laughs> and Matt of our of the Potomac, and Fr- it was Freda got fifty six percent, and Matt got forty four percent. So I think that's well, hilarious. Was, who do we want to see more of? Who do you want to see more of? But the funny thing is, Freda had been on this show in what four years, and this guy's on every day. So I thought that was kind of cute. She's very memorable. Do. And you know, there were more than one person asked this. People wanted to know what her heritage was. They asked. Oh, she's from Ecuador. And I thought she was from Ecuador. She's from Ecuador. By the way, one of the things she and her daughter did, they went and got all those hair braids. Uh I don't know what they are. You know, those long hair braids like the Bo Derek ones, but I mean, they're down to here. She, I don't know. She looks like a cross between Bo Derek and an Indian reservation. <laughs> I mean, she's got all these braids, and they're all the way down to here, and then she ties them together in these pigtails, and then last night they were all down her back, and then the other day she had them all wrapped up on her head. I was like, girl, I don't have time to do my hair. How are you having time to get all that? Anyway, good for them. God bless them. She's got cute hair. I'll take a picture and show you guys. And by the way, it's the one-year anniversary of the live shows of Watch What Crappens. So good luck to Ronnie and Ben. It's only only been one year of the live shows? Only been a year of the live shows, of the live shows. Kevin Bacon and Kyra Cedric celebrated their 30-year anniversary recently. That's that's all. We're getting old. We're just all getting old. Meanwhile, don't you remember Madoff stole most of their money? And they they interviewed him, and he said, well, we'll just go back to work and earn it back. That just breaks my heart. They worked their whole life to save all that money. They live very modest. They live normal. They're not showboats. They're not, oh, my God, we're the most fabulous movie stars in the world. They save all that money and Madoff. Ripped it off. It made me sick. Aretha Franklin's dresses and hats are going up for auction, according to the New York Post. Uh, The dress from the Radio Music City Hall uh, and Clinton's National Medal of Art ceremony 
Uh, And they're going to be on auction starting November 5th through the 9th at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York. And I started thinking maybe we should slip in one of our gold bags and just say, this is Aretha's bag. She left it here one night accidentally, and we should auction it. Uh, Richard Simmons is having a comeback. You know, he's been hiding out for five years. There have been all kinds of rumors about this and that and the other, and he's transgender, and he had a... He had a, uh, what do you call it? Well, you know, he had, you know, like uh, like the surgery, and then that he had a nervous breakdown, and then, you know, all these rumors. Well, he's launching a sweatshop on, you should write this down, talkshop.live, where he's going to be selling stuff. It's going to be QVC meets Facebook. We need to check that out. Why aren't we on talkshop.live selling all of our fabulous stuff? <laughs> It's QVC Makes Facebook. we got to check that out. Talkshop.live. Now, are you going to check that out? We're going to check that not, out. But if anyone's on your Facebook page, your shop is right there, too. And they can shop yeah, but this is a thing that they're all they're promoting, and yeah, he's going to be selling his products on there. We need to get on there. I need to be their number one producer. <laughs> uh, and one of the things he's selling is an inspirational calendar. Well, hell, I could put all my quotes in a book and sell it, and all my pillows that are on quotes and sell them. I could sell, sell, sell. I'm a selling machine talk shop. You should contact me. You should tag them on our post. The Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Weinstein's assistant is shopping a script. Oh, can you imagine? That's going to be a juicy, juicy. I don't think they're all going to hold up. I don't think that they can force you to keep a non-disclosure when someone's got criminal activity. Uh, I don't know. Don't know, but I don't know. (laughs) And apparently, the one thing that I read about him that kind of irritated me, more than a a lot of it irritated me, one of the things that really just caught my attention, apparently, you know when Janice Jackson and what's his name, Timberlake, did the Super Bowl thing, and she had the nip slip and her boob hang out. He turned on her. He turned on her and said he was going to ruin her career, and he had people boycotting her, and he was doing everything he could to ruin her career, telling people that she embarrassed him and she embarrassed the network. Now, that is a petty, vindictive guy. He and Trump would get along just fine. That is very petty and very intimidating. And also celebrity news. Olivia Newton-John has cancer for the third time. Uh, this time it's in her lower back. Oh, and you know when it's in your spine, it, it's, yeah, it's, in, your it's in your blood system. I'm just praying for her. And then the funniest tweet, or the, you know people post these little posters or little things, whatever, on Twitter or whatever. The funniest one I've seen in a long time, it's Tanya Harding standing there like this. Why didn't you pick me, Nike? I was the first one to take a knee. Because <laughs> remember when, when she slammed Car- oh, what's her name? Nancy Sheridan's <laughs> knee with that thing oh to keep God. her out of the Olympics. So I mean, it was so too funny. It's a meme of her. Oh, oh my God, God. it was hilarious. And then Heather Locklear got another DUI, arrested again. What? It she had a she crash not? on her estate, and they put her in an involuntary psychiatric hold. And, I mean, people are doing everything they can to help her and save her, but I don't know. It's just, well, I feel bad. 
sad. I don't know if she's addicted or she's just got mentally mental problems or she can't handle the fact that she was you know high in success and now doing nothing i don't know it's very sad she was always such a lovely kind of you know uh salt of the earth you know refreshing girl it's just so sad (laughs) then anthony wardain got uh several emmy awards uh for parts unknown after his death Mm -hmm. so there you go and then John Legend got, got his final EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. He got the last one with the Emmy for uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. So oh, wow. good for you, John. Remember, we almost had him for the charity one year and something happened. I don't remember. Anyway, now, the Miss America pageant was on. I wish I would have been a judge. I would have just been hooting and hollering and laughing. And I'd have been, it would have been hysterical. So Miss Virginia comes out. Apparently, they're all opening their big mouth. Miss West Virginia comes out. They ask her, what, is, what, in your opinion, is the biggest problem facing the country? And you know what she answered? Donald Trump. <laughs> and then Miss Michigan came out, and she said... I'm from the great state of Michigan that has 84% of the U.S. fresh water, but more, but none of it is for his residents to drink. <laughs> I'm Emily, whatever her name is. Oh my gosh. And the final winner was Nia Franklin, Miss America. And it's the first Miss America thing without wearing the swimsuits. Yeah. I don't see a problem with that. I don't know why they need swimsuits anyway. It's kind of exploitative. I mean, I don't really care. And apparently that... Uh, David, what was his name, and, and Liza Taylor. Yeah. I'm not going to read this article. They were, it goes on and on and on, but they were doing a reality show, and, um, and he was impossible to work with, and it spawned a $23 million live, uh, you know, um, lawsuit. But at the end of the day... It got canceled after they shot the pilot. Yeah, they shot it, <laughs> and then they canceled it, and everyone said he was impossible to work with, and that he was Liza's beard, and you know that um, it it never occurred to his friends that in 25 years he was anything more than a homosexual, and why he didn't want people to know, and you know it just went on and on this whole article. But I would have loved to have seen uh, a reality it's, show. So it's on YouTube right now, the one episode. But one they're, episode. They're calling it the Holy Grail of reality TV. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen <laughs> the reality show of Liza Minnelli and him. I would have been like being Bobby Brown. All the dysfunction, Brown. all the crazy, all the diva, all the this. It would have been good. But now he passed away from cancer, so I don't know if you should put it out now. But, I mean, he did consent to filming it. The Real Housewives, some of them have been nominated in multiple categories of the People's Choice Award. Uh, Atlanta was nominated. New York was nominated. Beverly Hills was nominated. Vanderpump Rules. And watch what happens. Oh, Andy's going to be really upset if one of those shows win, and he doesn't. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. His show's good. And then the reality show also, uh, Jersey Shore, Queer Eye was also nominated. And um, Basketball Wives, Gold Rush, Love and Hip Hop, Teen Mom. People are really into that. I've never got into that one. Christy Knows Vest, all of those were nominated. Nighttime Talk Shows. 
Jimmy Kendall, John Oliver. I love John Oliver. He's funny. James Corden, Stephen Colbert. Jimmy, he's funny too. Jimmy Fallon's amazing. Trevor Noah, he's hilarious. Conan, Letterman. Uh, the next guest needs no introduction with Letterman. That was what Conan's show. Late Night with Seth Meyers. Samantha B. I'm surprised. Watch what it, watch what happens in real time with Bill Maher. So that's something to keep your eye open on uh, the. People's Choice Award. So Reality T's getting its own category now. Used to be poo-pooed. Now it's going to be Oscar (laughs) material. Uh, And then according to this one article that I lost the source on, uh, Barbara Covet is joining the Real Housewives of New York. Now, I don't even remember her, didn't know anything about her, never heard her before, but apparently she was the one that said in the background that Luann was going through with the marriage just to save face, and then she was going to sue them about it, and now she's going to be on the show. So I don't know if that's to create drama with Luann or she and drama. You know, Luann's the kind of girl that always winds up making nice with everybody. Yeah. So, anyway, and she's apparently going to be on instead of Carol. Oh, my goodness. And uh, she did not appear in the last episode, but she they did pick up the conversation of her at the party. And she said that um, basically... After seven months of marriage, you know, she said, well, I told you. So there you go. Apparently she's going to maybe be a full-time cast member. And uh, blah, 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 blah. I've heard the women use her name, like, over the past two seasons. So I think they've been testing She must be friends with all of them or something. A tweet by Carol. All at Bravo knew that Bethany was not truthful about text messages. I sent all the real text to the producers week before the reunion. I couldn't get... I couldn't get the fight to be heard above theatrics at the reunion. I might be cold and not a hugger, but I'm definitely not a liar, according to the thegoodtea.com. Well, Carol, you're not going to get the last word on that one. No. Bethany's always going to get the last exactly. word. So just, you know, let it go, because you're never going to get the last word. Even if you're right, even if it's true, you're not going to get the last word. So there you go. Now, who watched R.H.O.? See Orange County. Oh my God! Now you know I love <laughs> Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd, I love her. She's the cutest thing. She's been to my house. I loaded her up with Leah Black jewelry and skincare. She's fun. She always texts me when she's in LA. We're always going to get together. We never do. Anyway, she's really instigated this fight. <laughs> she went after Shane, Emily's husband. She went after Vicky's boyfriend. And they got into it, and Emily got up in her face, shaking her finger and kicking her out of here. And, oh, my God. But I will tell you that Kelly keeps her cool. She just laughs and looks at them like you're crazy, and I'm going to say what I want to say. She's good for reality TV. Mm -hmm. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, Vicky's got her another real winner. What do you mean? Oh, the boyfriend? Yeah. Well, I like the boyfriend. I think he's just a normal guy. I mean, what's wrong with that? But, you know, the problem for me with Vicky... And I, I, I think it's great that she's honest about it. But why does she feel the need she has to have a man? She has to be married. I mean, I don't know. I guess because I'm married, I don't understand that. Maybe if I was single, I'd feel that way. But I don't know. It's kind of sad to me that you feel like you can't enjoy your life or be a full person if you're not married or with somebody. I don't know. It's kind of strange. But anyway, and then in Beverly Hills, Denise Richard got married to Nicole Sheridan's ex-husband, according to Radar Online. 
And uh, apparently there was a spat between her and Dorit. Now, if Dorit stirred up a spat at the girls' wedding, I'm going to be team Dorit. On, I mean, uh, uh, Denise on this one. Because I do love Dorit. I think she's so hilarious, yeah. and her husband, too. I know she drives you crazy. And I know these, these financial problems, I hope they're not all true, but apparently they're going to garnish his wages for money he owes for gambling in Vegas. And I don't know. I always knew there was, when someone's so showboaty about yeah. their money, there's usually something underneath it, you know? <laughs> Joe and Teresa. Joe and Teresa. Oh, Joe and Teresa. <laughs> Well, it was another level of money. Their, theirs was a different level. Theirs was furniture shopping money. Duritz is yachts and planes and boats in the and middle. Hermes China. And China, Hermes China. Uh, Radar Online says that Vanderpump is unhappy that Duritz adopted a, a dog from the her rescue center and then returned it to another rescue center. But maybe Duritz didn't want to make her feel bad or hurt her feelings about it, and maybe Duritz just couldn't handle the dog. I don't know. I have to hear both sides, but... I don't know why you'd be so upset about that, as long as the dog winds up with a good home. <laughs> and Ara in New York, page six, says that the girls... Now, why does this not surprise anyone? The housewives, a handful of them, went to the Pamela and Roland New York fashion show. Apparently, according to page six, they were extremely disruptive. They were making such a big scene. They were talking super loud. They wouldn't shut up. And they were so just... Good. It was just an, a disgraceful. But it doesn't surprise me. Those girls talk 90 miles an hour as loud as they can. That's why they're entertaining. It's funny, but it's not, it was the wrong time and the wrong place to do that. We've got comments coming in. Uh, people love the Tanya Harding comment. Well, that uh, funny. Uh, Alex Fletcher says, Kelly is the poster child for why you should drink at home. <laughs> uh, Margaret Skillop. I don't think Kelly was drinking that much. She said she'd she only had one drink. Yeah, and Margaret um, Skillop says that was a hell of a fight. Um, Alex Fletcher said he guesses Durant will be drinking out of red solo cups this season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. And um, Meanwhile, Prince Philip may skip Princess Eugene's wedding, oh. according to the express.co.uk news, because of the rift he had with Sarah back when she was married to Prince Andrew because they were still married but separated and she was in some luxury hotel and some guy was sucking on her toes. And he never got over it. Oh, God. So they're telling her to mind her P's and Q's and maybe Prince Philip will show up. Oh, my God. God, I can't with these. This is royal protocol. You don't get to suck toes if you're an ex-princess. Let's see. Now, I think this is funny. I don't know. This is just too much for me. They're setting up a small jail for fans and a courtroom to deal with unruly fans in Las Vegas for the Raiders games. (laughs) So you go to the Raiders games and you get in fights, and I guess they usually just throw them out. That means they're drinking too much. I mean, this must just be crazy fans. I don't know. And so now you're going to have a court and a trial and a jail right there on the premises. (laughs) You can make bail and go back to the game. (laughs) Now, this is a sad story, and there's got to be more to this story. I, I can't wrap my head around it. It's this Dallas police officer, this woman, after a 12- or 14-hour shift, parks on the wrong floor of her high-rise building and walks into what she thinks is her apartment, and a guy opens the door to let her in, and she winds up shooting him, and he lives there. 
Yeah, he lived there. The door was ajar, and she walked in. And I mean, out. And now they're saying the stories don't match up. It's something to that. that. Why would she walk in and shoot this young, talented, smart, 26-year-old black man? His parents were just, oh, devastated. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. But she lived above him. And what? Yeah, she, she lived above, above him, but, but still, it was exactly below. And then they said that he had or she had a red carpet that was or wasn't on his floor, so that should have been the first sign. I mean, was she fatigued from working and no sleep? Did they have a prior relationship together or some connection somewhere? I mean, it, it, the, the door would be ajar. There was someone yeah. yelling in the building. Why would you go in and then she starts giving him commands and then her defense says he wouldn't take the commands? If someone walks in your house and starts commanding you to do stuff, I mean, you're like, what? And before you can even process taking the commands, you're like, what are you talking about? And then she just shoots him. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. There's something to that. She's out on a $300,000 bail. Yeah. Jesse DeFrieda says there's definitely more to that story. And Margaret Selkoff says, why do I not believe a word of this cop? Or this female officer says. And Alex Pletcher wants to know if she was possibly drunk. Maybe she didn't. Sylvia well, they, didn't, I'm sure know, they, they took all those. Them. I don't think. Well, she just left but her she shift. Just off the ship. Yeah, but I'm sure they did all kinds of blood work and everything. And, and then there was a neighbor who videotaped her walk pacing on the phone because they heard the afterwards. Yeah. Afterwards, so they had like they were. Videotaped. Yeah, I'm sure she was but calling nine one one. The story with what she told. The well, other they people. said she called nine one one. I mean, this is a story we're going to have to follow and yeah, find out. There's more to it. Meanwhile, a former. San Francisco 49er player at 47 years old committed suicide. Now, I'm going to tell you, this football thing has gone too yeah. far. It's, brain it's ruining the brains of these people. I mean, look how many have died of either cancer. O.J. Simpson, I think, had it. I think that may have contributed to his violence. The I know Gastineau's husband was violent, or ex-husband that died from a brain tumor from it. You hear one, the movie Concussion with Will Smith. You hear one story after the other. The football league is, they're like the NRA. They're so greedy and they want that money so bad that they put these young people's lives at danger and at risk. Now, what they should do, in my opinion, is keep the football game going. Just change the rules of engagement in a way that is safe to play. And you have a different sport, but it's still football. But you can't let these kids get brain damage and die at early ages and commit suicide and kill other people and run into the, off the road and st- do these crazy things because they have this brain damage. Now, I'm going to guarantee you when they do his autopsy, mm-hmm. he had that CTE or whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's it's just so terrible. Now, according to page six again, Rudy Giuliani's ex-wife is planning a tell-all <laughs> about him. You know, he is such a loser. He's such a loser. This guy has gone from trying to be the mayor of New York, which by the way, I never bought that he was a great mayor part anyway, because apparently he had moved the command center from in, where it was into the World Trade Center or nearby there, and that's what caused a whole lot of these deaths. And now that got brushed under the rug because he was walking around pretending to be a hero, lying, saying Hillary Clinton wasn't even there and didn't show up when they showed photographs of her. Trump lying, saying he was cleaning the rubble. He, yeah, what are the chances of him going out cleaning the rubble? Oh, please. And he had hundreds and hundreds of friends that died, and he went to all these funerals. Meanwhile, they've researched. They haven't found one friend that he knew that died, and he didn't go to one funeral. 
So Rooney Giuliani is just a loser. Now Judith, his ex-wife, his third ex-wife, and here's a pattern. Wife one, he cheated on with wife two. Wife two, he cheated on with wife three. I don't know why wife three is leaving him. He's a laughing stock. So I'm not an advocate of women writing stories about their personal life and their marriage and what went on in the marriage. I think you just take the high road and you don't do that, you know. But on the other hand, he's such a phony. It'll be interesting for someone to finally expose him. And on TV, there's... Yeah, wife number one was his cousin. Oh, that's right. I forget. Yeah, that's right. She was. Or maybe she was a distant Yeah, Margaret Staloff just says wife number oh, one was no, his cousin. Oh, no. Thank you, Margaret, for reminding us so we can just have a little throw up in our self here. Uh, that Sharp Objects is, was a big hit, and they're trying to renew it, and Amy Adams doesn't want to do it. Succession got another season, and The Americans, I loved The Americans, and, and you can get it on demand now. It's 25 um, ep- seasons or whatever. It was episodes. It was last last season. It was just so good, The Americans. you got to watch that. It's just so good. You can't, you like binge watch it. News. Let's see. A school resource. Here's another one. I'm telling you, I'm going to be, you're too young for this, but remember that song about the Harper Valley PTA? I'm going to be the Harper fucking Valley PTA. If this ever happened at my son's school, I would trot myself down there in my cowboy hat boots and my cowboy hat, and I'd start singing the Harper Valley PTA. A school resource officer used a taser to wake up a kid for sleeping. No way. Yeah, the kid's sleeping on his, you know, dotting off, and they use a taser on him. I would sue the school. I would sue him. I would get on every news talk show. I would shame him. I would put his face on every billboard. That is just, that is just someone misabusing their power. I just can't. And then an update on the uh, young couple that raised the $400,000 for the homeless guy. Well, apparently, the police searched their apartment. They're accusing them of stealing, and there's probably going to be an indictment and a trial. I'd like to be on the jury of that one. (laughs) Maybe I can meet my next husband. GoFundMe said that they were going to make sure the guy got his money. Well, yeah, but it's already spent, so I don't know what they're going to do. GoFundMe will probably back. Maybe, but... Somewhere or the other, the people stole the money. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick, Nike sales have gone way up. Take an E. Take an E. Well, now I saved the best for last because, you know, I don't want you guys to tune out. So I'll give you my quote of the week before I get into the gossip gossip. My quote of the week on I have all my pillows. I'd rather be credible than popular. That's a very Rudy Giuliani should take heed. And Trump too. People love that Trump this week. They, that you one. Got, you got a lot of. Oh, good. I have all these on my pillows. I have. I can't deal. I can deal with a lot of things. I can't deal with stupid. Uh, I don't. Uh, what was the other one I have? I have. That's that one. But I have a lot of them. I have lots and lots and lots of them. Trump inaugurations. <laughs> Listen to this. This guy funneled $50,000, this Ukrainian businessman, through uh, a Trump operative to get tickets to the inauguration. And they got busted, and he pled guilty. So chalk up another criminal indictment, another Republican value. Meanwhile, the photographer 
came out on record and said that he was instructed by Trump to take the inauguration picture and fill in the empty spaces to look like he had a full crowd. So they started being a fraud and lying on day one. Oh, my God. And then the word of the day, according to Miriam Webster, last week was one of the days last week was Lodestar. That's a star that lends or guides uh, itself, one that serves a, a, as an inspiration and a model and a guide. So apparently in this anonymous letter written by these people or some person at the White House, the word Lodestar was used over and over, and that led people to believe that Pence was behind it. It led me to believe that whoever was behind it was smart enough to plant some seeds to blame other people. Yeah. I think it was a group of people. I think there was two or three or four people that basically wrote the article together so they would all be able to say they didn't write it. And I think it would have taken that many people to get the, the New York Times to know that it was credible. So I've said from the first time it came out, this was not a single author. But anyway, that was a pretty damning, uh, if you haven't read it, you should Google it. It was the letter written anonymously to the New York Times about uh, the Trump administration, what goes on behind the scenes. Speaking of 9-11 yesterday, remember uh, last when 9-11 happened 17 years ago, Trump went on television, and the first thing he said was, well, I used to have the second highest building in New York, and now I have the highest building in New York. Yeah, that was so instead of sympathy and empathy, and I can't believe this happened, he has to say he has the highest building in New York City now. I can't with him anymore. And this Kavanaugh, they're just running, rushing him through, and the only reason they're rushing him through is because he's the one judge that they could find had written opinions that a president should not be subpoenaed, indicted, or, or, uh, or uh, investigated during their presidency that would interfere with the job they're doing. So they're doing everything they can to ram this guy through, even though they have shown evidence that he lied at least five times to get on the judge on the court the first time. He said that... Um, uh, abortion is settled law. The woman's right to choose is settled law. But he's also saying that settled law can be overturned by the Supreme Court. So it's a big, um, people are going to look back at this time in history and go, why did we let all these dirty old white men pick our Supreme Court justices for the next generations of young people this guy also thinks that assault weapons and machine guns should be allowed for, for individual use. So he's extreme in so many levels, and they're just going to railroad him through. They gave up the, um, they changed the Senate rules so they only have to have a majority when they used to have to have 60% just to get him through so that they can all keep their seats of power. So you should all write and call your congressmen. Actually, you need to call them. They're voting tomorrow. How convenient they're voting on the day the hurricane hits. Yeah. How convenient. So they rushed through five days of rushed testimony to get a guy on the court that's going to be on there for the next 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, that in and of itself, just the process, just stinks. Mitch McConnell is the most corrupt, horrible person outside of Trump in all of politics today. Well, Ryan's a lame, spineless thing. I think Ryan is just rolling over for everything because he's got this big job lined up when he gets out Republicans are probably promised him you did our bidding you took care of us you had our back we got our tax cuts we're 
eroding health care for everybody. We're going to get our guns. And so what we're going to do for you is give you this cushy job when you get out. And I think that's why he's rolling over. And McConnell just doesn't want to give up power. According to uh, uh, some opinion, <laughs> that some people think that Pence wrote the the thing because of the Lodestar, I think that's too obvious, or they think Pence, Pence staffed it, but somebody else thinks that Jared might have written it. Wouldn't surprise me too much there either, but I do think it was a group. Then when Omarosa tweeted out um, that they're asking, they're considering making people take lie detector tests <laughs> about who wrote it. Yeah. And so someone tweeted out that bringing a lie detector test to the White House feels like bringing a drug-sniffing dog to Studio 54. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, of course they're lying. They're in the White House. They're in Studio 54. Of course they're doing drugs. Oh, my God. And then people are so creative. So I got a bunch of posters that people have been, you know, when they're protesting. One woman's holding up a sign that says, we're sorry. Most of us voted against this idiot. Another one. Can we just admit that we may have taken this anyone can grow up to be president just a little too far? <laughs> Another sign. Don't blame Trump. He did everything he could to prove he was unfit to be president. Another one. Can we please just put the smart people in charge now? Oh, my God. And uh, Russia. Oh, and now... Listen to this. I said this day one. You go back and look at my tweets and you, I promise you. When that whole thing in Cuba happened and they were screwing with their sound and their ears and all that stuff, and Trump pulled out everybody out of uh, Cuba, the U.S., saying, you know, that Cuba was trying to hurt our people and ruin them and just blah, blah, blah. And because he hated that Obama had tried to build a, a correct relationship with Cuba. He was resentful that Obama was trying to build a, a bridge between us and Cuba. So he wanted to sabotage it. So he immediately said, oh, the Cubans are putting these sonic things in the air, ruining the brains and minds and ears of our embassy people. Well, guess who was behind it? I said it from day one, Russia. Russia, your BFF, Trump, Russia was behind it. And what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You're going to trot over there and kiss his ring again because he owns you. I can't anymore. Oh, my earring even gets excited and fell off. Uh, and then, then we hear last night, we'll get it later, that Hurricane FEMA, that he, oh, I can't, Trump took money. He took money from FEMA that's supposed to be helping hurricane victims and natural disaster victims and put $10 million of it into the ICE detention center for these innocent children to keep, be able to continue to afford to cage them. And guess who's getting the money for these detention centers? All these profit center, not state-sponsored, privately-owned prison systems are getting this money. Mm -hmm. So he took the money from FEMA where he could have helped all those people in Puerto Rico and Houston and the ones now in South Carolina and put 10 million of it into ICE detention centers and is paying them 
And it turns out these prison centers were a big, huge pack that helped to elect Trump. So he's paying them back and letting them make money off of these prison centers, uh, off these uh, cages that they're putting in. I can't anymore. One last thing, and we're done. Oh, wait, one more. Why no? We're always, listen, I could go for four hours. I could just keep on talking. Investigation scoreboard. Whitewater investigation with Clinton went on for six years and had zero indictments and zero convictions. The Benghazi investigation went on for four years and had zero indictments and zero convictions. Hillary's email investigation went on for two years and had zero indictments and zero convictions. Trump's Russian investigation has gone on for 16 months. It's had 75 indictments, five guilty pleas, five convictions, and one person in, for, with a prison sentence. That says it all. With a lot of witches. A lot of witches on the brain. Just getting started. Just getting started. And then, according to the latest poll, a Quinniac poll, which is a very reputable poll, 60 people say, 60% of the people say that Trump is not honest. Only 32% think he's honest. I guess that means the, the other 8% don't, don't have a clue. 57% say that he does not have leadership, good leadership, school, leadership skills. 55% say that he does not care about average Americans. Can't, how does anybody think otherwise? 65% say he's not level-headed. Only 30% of the people think he's level-headed. Those are those, you know, which ones. The racist ones. Fifty-seven percent say he say that he is not a strong person. Fifty-one percent say that he is not intelligent, and sixty percent say that he does not share voters' values. So maybe finally people are recognizing the con artist. I saw I did not. His, well, I saw this morning two more polls on NBC, too. They were talking about that his approval rating now is below 40%. It was 38 It's been way below that. It's been below 40% for a long time, the last six polls. The gun lobby, now this is according, and I'm going to leave you with this, is conservative Supreme Court Justice Warren Burger. He was as conservative as they get. And this is what he said back before the NRA started buying votes, political votes. The gun lobby's interpretation of the Second Amendment is one of the greatest pieces of fraud. I repeat the word fraud on the American people by special interest groups that I have ever seen in my lifetime. The real purpose of the Second Amendment was to ensure that the state armies, the militia, would be maintained for the defense of the state. The very language of the Second Amendment refutes any argument that it was intended to guarantee that every citizen has an unfettered right to any kind of weapon he or she desires. Now, this is how the Supreme Court and what the conservative arm of the Supreme Court and what conservatives thought about the Second Amendment and of people being able to have <laughs> oh, of course, a text message. That's President arresting me. Uh, this is this is what they said about people being able to have assault weapons, individuals having assault weapons, before the NRA started yeah. dumping hundreds and millions and billions of dollars into uh, 
politics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of it. All well, right. Marcus Killip says, how can anyone take him seriously after he said the hurricane would be tremendously wet? Oh, yeah. He said that's going to be tremendously wet. Uh, yeah, tremendously wet and something else. What was it? Tremendously wet and tremendously something else. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, yeah, he said the, the hurricane is going to be tremendously wet. Yeah, that, I, all the memes oh, today said that they God. were showing a picture of Ivanka. Or I mean, of Ivanka. Uh, you know what's wet? It wet is, is his diaper for peeing in it. No, his wet. The, don't tell you what someone tweeted. It's going to be wet because all these golden showers are going to be raining down. That's what wet means. Oh, go suck your pacifier, Trump. All right, so that's the story. It's time to say goodbye. Little Black didn't even say hi today. <laughs> He's, like, He's just having himself the best time. So we will see you next Wednesday. I could go on for five hours. I've only gone on an hour and ten minutes. We, this, we just keep going longer and longer and longer. So don't forget to share, and don't forget to comment, and don't forget to send us your questions. And what? And the podcast. Oh, yeah, of course. We're on the podcast. Check us out. Subscribe for the podcast. And we're also on Facebook Live. And we're on YouTube. And here's my new machine, if you can watch. We are now upgraded to a real studio. Bye, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.